According to a recent update on the situation by the UNHCR, as of September of this year, there were over 800,000 asylum claims from Venezuelans worldwide and over 112,000 Venezuelans recognized as refugees in the world. In total, over 5.1 million people have fled Venezuela, making this the second largest international displacement crisis in the world, and the largest in the recent history of Latin America and the Caribbean. And, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, these refugees and displaced persons are more vulnerable than ever, as many have lost their sources of income and access to shelter, leading to a spike in homelessness among displaced Venezuelans and increased negative perceptions of refugees and migrants. The roots of the current Venezuelan refugee crisis can be traced back to increasing emigration rates after the collapse of oil prices in 1983 and the Bolivarian Revolution led by President Hugo Chavez beginning with his coming to power in 1998, after which emigration increased further, especially among Venezuelan professionals. The number of refugees and migrants has rapidly increased since due to ongoing political turmoil from the election of Maduro in 2013 and the subsequent protest to the 2017 constitutional crisis in which the Supreme Tribunal of Justice, largely made up of supporters of Maduro, took over the legislative powers of the National Assembly and the presidential crisis of 2019 in which the president of the National Assembly attempted a failed military coup to oust Maduro from power. While Venezuelan refugees and migrants are not fleeing the violence of conventional warfare or conflict as we see with other refugee crises, such as the Syrian refugee crisis, this political turmoil as well as Venezuela's economy contracting by 65% in 2013 has made the daily conditions for many Venezuelans untenable. The UN Food and Agriculture Organization estimates that the undernourishment rate has quadrupled since 2012 and the UN estimates that 300,000 people's lives are at risk due to limited access to medical treatment and life-saving medications, which has only worsened since the beginning of the pandemic. Additionally, while Venezuela is not an active war zone, extreme amounts of generalized violence and crime, oftentimes carried out with the complicity of the government, have created extremely unsafe conditions and caused many Venezuelans to flee the country for their lives. Similar to what has been observed in regards to refugees and migrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border, where early Venezuelan migrants were predominantly men leaving their families for better economic opportunities and then sending money back home, as the crisis has worsened, whole families now make up many of the refugees. As an American who considers herself both politically engaged and attuned to world events, I had not even been aware of this refugee crisis until reading about it on the UNHCR's website, and I was shocked to see the sheer number of Venezuelans who have been displaced. I think this is in part due to the fact that Venezuelan refugees have largely been resettled in neighboring host countries in Latin America and the Caribbean, and so the U.S. does not see this crisis as a problem it needs to address. But this lack of attention paid to the plight of Venezuelan refugees by the U.S. and the international community at large comes with a cost. According to an analysis from the Brookings Institution in December of 2019, the Venezuelan refugee crisis is the most underfunded in modern history. While Venezuela is currently second to only Syria in the number of people living outside of their country of origin and is on track to actually push past Syria this year, the international community has only spent $580 million in response to the crisis, as opposed to the $7.4 billion spent on refugee response efforts to the Syrian crisis. 
According to the Brookings Institution, on a per capita basis, this amounts to $1,500 spent to help each Syrian refugee and only $125 per Venezuelan refugee. Why the huge discrepancy in the amount spent on aid for each of these refugee crises? According to the Brookings Institution again, this is because the international community has labeled the catastrophe as a regional crisis instead of a global crisis. Countries outside of Latin America and the Caribbean don't see themselves as directly affected by the Venezuelan exodus, and so they push the burden of ameliorating the refugee crisis onto the shoulders of neighboring countries. Analysts worry that the lack of funding to support host countries' integration efforts will worsen the crisis drastically as host countries such as Brazil, Colombia, Peru, and Trinidad and Tobago struggle to manage and fund their refugee relief efforts. While the UNHCR has provided medical assistance, relief items, legal assistance, and more to Venezuelan refugees throughout Latin America and the Caribbean, According to a report from them from August of this year, they find themselves struggling with a $106.6 million funding gap for the Venezuelan refugee relief efforts. This funding gap draws attention to a long-standing problem within the UNHCR regarding cooperation between donor countries in the Global North and host countries in the Global South as it has become increasingly difficult to convince wealthier countries in the Global North to not only provide voluntary contributions to the UNHCR, but to also host refu refugees themselves. And the burden of hosting and supporting refugees has oftentimes fallen heavily on countries in the Global South who may struggle to do so.